Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. Hey there, and welcome to this episode of Your Ultimate Life, episode 786, uh, Monetizing Your Superpower. Now, we've talked about backstory. We started with, I think, 789 or something, anyway. Eight or seven or eight episodes ago, talking about the three pieces of unique power that you have. And I want to remind you of how we got here in case this is the first one of these that you've heard. But here's the three things you have, and I put my fingers like this if you're watching the video, and I hope you are because this is a rope. And like one of those braided nylon ropes, and I'm thinking of a big one. You know, a good, strong nylon rope with blue and yellow and white braids. You might see it on a dock, you know, that holds a ship in place or something like that. But anyway, here are the three things you have. You have a set of skills. You've been developing them all your life and selling them all your life in whatever jobs you have and whatever different careers you have. And likely with multiple career changes these days. Uh, you have had many sets of skills you've developed. If I go back through the careers young, I was a lawn, landscaper. I did lawn mowing and weeding and stuff as a kid. And I worked at an auto body shop and began to learn about repair of that. And I didn't develop either one of those into full-blown businesses. Then I was a tutor at college, and I had a math scholarship, and I loved doing that. And I got into teaching in that way. In a, in a professional way, getting paid. I taught piano from a young age uh, because I had played since I was very young. Started teaching at 17 and, you know, on and on and on. And none of those were, you know, developed into long-term, long-term careers. But they could have. They, they could have developed into long-term careers. And so you have sets of skills that you have, starting from your youth up to now, and some of those skills you've developed well. Some of you, you may have gone to trade school or college and gotten a lot of experience and become expert at them. In fact, maybe you have become world-class, and you have sold those skills. Analysis skills, medical skills, engineering skills, architectural skills, landscaping skills, building skills, trade skills, music skills, you know, and the list goes on and on and on. So that's one thing you have, and you have it, and you're using it today because that's how you make a living, probably. The second set of skills you have, or second thing in your rope, is your natural gifts. Besides those skills you went and developed, you have a set of gifts that are yours. You listen better than others. You are gifted, perhaps, in music or art. You are more empathetic than others. You have a, a keen, discerning eye, and you see things that others don't. Uh, maybe you have a spatial analysis skills that let you do things differently than other people, and better, faster, 
Uh, you, so we all have those. We were given those as gifts coming here by the Creator, is, is what my experience is. But however we got them, we have them. The third thing you have is a set of life experiences that have shaped you, given you your view of the world. We were born without any life experience, so we had no view. As we grew up, we were treated well, or we were treated in the middle, or we were treated poorly, or perhaps even abusively. And then we learned how we thought the world worked, and it was true for us. How it worked for us is how it works. And that means we developed a set of lenses through which we see the world. Uh, someone who uh, assumes that others are dishonest may have had a lot of experience with having dishonesty directed toward them, or maybe they have become dishonest, so they assume others are like they are. All of those kinds of things come from our life experience. Well, those are the three things that you have. You have the skills you've developed, the skills you naturally have, and maybe you've developed those also, and maybe you've used them in conjunction with the skills you've learned and sold as a trade or a business. Life experience is a basket in which all that takes place and is a powerful shaper of how that all works. Now, those three things together create your potential. They can create your superpower, as it were. And I know that's a cliche word, but I don't have a better one. Your unique voice. Now, most people that I meet haven't spent much time thinking about it. And in the last episode, we talked about how to create a superpower or an area where you are far above, perhaps the best in the world, and certainly far above all others around you or many others that offer this combo thing, this unique voice that you have. So if you want the details on that one, go back to the episode 700. Uh, 85 and listen to that. I talked a lot about how I help people do that, how I've done it, and how you could uh, create, identify, weave uh, a superpower, as it were, a very valuable offering to the world. Now, monetizing is, uh, sometimes people think of monetizing as a scary word. Ooh, I'm going to, you know, gouge money out of the world. No, you're not. If you have a job, you're selling a skill. That's not gouging money out of the world. Looking and identifying a superpower or an area where you're the best or really good at something is simply identifying something that as a result of the combination of those three things, you do, in fact, have a unique perspective, voice, opportunity, gift. You have that. Now, whether or not you use it is up to you, and this episode is going to talk about how to make money with it. Today, it's easier to make money than it has ever been in the history of the world. There are countries and economic structures where the gap between the wealthy and the poor and the haves and have-nots is widening. There are countries and economic structures that are doing less of that. And, you know, that has to do with politics and greed and a bunch of other stuff. So I'm, I can't solve political structures or the poor effects of badly applied greed and capitalism on this podcast. What I can do is tell you that you have infinite opportunity. I don't care where you live right now or which society you're in. I don't care what the rules and governments are. You can do something powerful in the construct in which you live. 
Now, if you were in a different country, you might do other things and it might be more powerful and faster. I don't know. But regardless of that, it is zero effectiveness to be upset or mad because you're not somewhere else or somewhere else. Well, 10 years ago or 10 years from now or yesterday or tomorrow, you are where you are right here, right now. Today, you have this superpower and call it whatever word you want, but superpower that is woven from your existing skills, your natural gifts and your life experience. So taking that and turning it into money is, is, is involves a very simple principle. You and I, we go buy stuff. I go to the store, I buy bread. I know what it does. It tastes a certain way. I eat it. I can do other stuff with it, spread stuff on it, satisfies hunger. Yesterday, we were in Banff, Alberta. I got it. Joy got me a t-shirt. It says Banff. Now, Banff happens to be some dude's name, B-A-N-F-F. So the town is named after a an explorer or something a long time ago, 150 years ago or something. But it happens to be one of the most beautiful, beautiful towns, places, Mount, set in the mountains in the rugged part of the Rockies. It's just gorgeous. Breathtaking views at every turn. And because yesterday was Canada Day, the place was packed. I mean, the whole town was a parking lot. And we went up to the Banff Springs Hotel, and if you saw my uh, entry um, from July 1st, then you saw little clips of stuff that I did. But anyway, my point there is the whole town is full of merchandise. The whole town is full of people giving tours. The whole town, the, the hotel where we were, there were, you know, porters and waiters and door people and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And what I noticed is they were exceedingly friendly, courteous, kind, helpful, focused. Anything they could do, I was just blown away by the degree of friendliness and effort to help. I mean, real effort. We had uh, used valet parking at the entrance because everything was so difficult and packed. And Joy had gone to get the car because we had in and out privileges and we were going to go somewhere and then come back. And um, while she was gone, she was gone a while and I didn't really know what she had to do to go get it. But I was waiting with Grandma and the dog, and we took our dog with us. Anyway, we're, and then the, the, the guy who had checked us in two, three hours before saw me, and he came over and said, hey, do you need your car? And I said, well, uh, I think Joy's gone to get it. I don't know. And so he, on his own, took, took it on himself to go find her, figure out where it was, go get the car, bring it right here, right now, and solve the whole thing just because. And that was the level of service they were getting. And my point about that is that was a super service power. I was impressed. Uh, I have not been treated like that in many hotels. And I've been to lots of them in lots of countries around the world. I was just really um, honored. I felt, wow. And I'm sure that's part of the job requirement. I'm sure they're told to do that. I'm sure they're instructed. And we met several that are there from Australia, Banff attracts a lot of Australians who come into wintertime to do skiing and ski instructing. As I've taken lessons there over the years, skiing and snowboarding, lots of the folks were Australian. Anyway, this person was Australian, came for the ski season, decided to stay, and now plans on being there permanently. And I don't know how all that works in terms of immigration and whatever. But 
My point was the superpower. It was impressive. I would pay more for that. There is the key to monetization. So when you take your existing skills, your natural gifts and your life experience, the game and challenge is to figure out how to weave it into a voice. And by voice, I mean any kind of offering that is more valuable than someone else offering a similar product or service. In that case, it was attention to detail, speed, friendliness, just service. Service, wow. Okay. So that's an example. I experienced that on July 1st yesterday. Yesterday, I'm recording this. I'm recording it on the 2nd. You'll hear it in a couple of weeks. But it was just mind-blowing. So what is your service? I'll give you some examples. Uh, I know someone right now who spent decades as a, an internal medicine physician, an excellent physician, and did some work in corporate work with Blue Cross or one of the medical insurance companies, and now is retired and has made a discovery in his life experience about a path, a way to eliminate anger, eliminate that feeling that we have in us of being angry at stuff. And I know it works because he's been a client for many years. So that is a superpower. He's a doctor by trade. So that skill brings in some research and knowledge. His natural gift was his curiosity because he struggled with anger and it wrecked his life for a while. Then his curiosity, his exceeding curiosity and willingness to do the work. Like he's one of the most diligent executing people that I know. And that comes as a gift, a natural gift to him. He's really good at doing stuff. And that curiosity and execution led him to develop this way to eliminate anger. So he has an offering to the world to eliminate anger. I love it. I love him. That is an example of weaving those things together. And I could go on and on and on. But the most important thing about this episode isn't the number of ways that I could list for you. I'll tell you something. If you want to find them, go listen to a bunch of podcasts where I've interviewed people. You're going to hear episode after episode after episode, an example after example of people who have done just that. They have a set of existing skills. They have natural gifts and life experience. And often the life experience is the most important, but not always. And they have woven, take a, one piece of this, it's not all of all of them. It's different parts to weave a beautiful voice or offering. So that is partly also what we talked about yesterday, and there are endless examples in my interviews of people that have created this unique offering. Now, monetizing it means simply creating an opportunity to exchange value. People pay my friend to have sessions to eliminate anger. People pay me to help them write books. People pay me to help them with music. They pay me as a coach. And as a coach, I do a wide range of things. But the most important thing is to help you watching or listening right now realize you do have that gift. You do have a combination of skills, gifts, and experience that will make you a powerful, give you a powerful opportunity. Now, whether or not you do something with it is up to you, because that doesn't do itself. It doesn't create itself. Books don't write themselves. 
classes don't create themselves. But today, as I record this in 2023, it's easier to create a class, to write a book, to get in the speaking world, to, to speak at conferences, to teach things to a needy, hungry, desiring, seeking audience. It's easier today than it has ever been in the history of the world, period. I was going to say in my lifetime, but uh, it, it's easier now than it's ever been because of the Internet and the, our ability, Zoom, and the technologies that let us me talk to you right now all over the world, let me have clients all over the world, that let me do the things that I do and you the things you do. You can follow social media and news that's happening all over the world. Keep track of what's going on in, in Russia and Ukraine or in other places where just a few years ago it was impossible. You found out things, you know, days, weeks, months later, if you found them out at all. Now you can do everything in real time. And that includes making an offering. Now here's what I, here's what happens to create cash, to monetize your superpower or your gift. Thing number one, you have to figure out what group of people, what are the characteristics of the group of people that need you? So if I made bread, the characteristics are one, they're hungry. Two, they're not allergic to whatever the ingredients are I use in my bread. If I have a signature kind of coolness, they're not allergic to those things. And three, they like the kinds of products, the services I have. Then there's also some limitations about how far I can ship it because bread only stays good so long. So I need to find people that like this stuff that I'm making and are within a distance that I can deliver. And then I need to figure out how to get a, get a hold of them, get in front of them, contact them. Then I need to talk to them in a way that lets them understand why mine's better than anybody else's. Well, that's no different than business has ever been, but it's easier now than it's ever been. And yeah, the social media and the Internet and everything is full, flooded with advertisements and marketing and everything else. And that doesn't matter. It's always been as full as it can get with the technology that existed. Since we have smartphones and real time everything, now it seems more full. But it's always been as full of advertisements as the technology of the day allowed. So that's not even new. Deciding, choosing what your offering is requires that you have confidence in yourself. It requires you to do the work to forgive yourself of mistakes, to realize the truth of what you have to offer, to be honest with yourself about your journey. Often, because of this life experience piece, what I find is that the group of people you can help are just like you. They are people who are struggling or have struggled with the very thing that gave you your unique voice, your superpower. And the reason it's yours is because you overcame it. You know, it's your story of success that matters. Your story of failure is not interesting. <clears throat> now, if you're a work in progress and you have lots to offer about the journey... That's wonderful. That's what I'm doing every day with my road to 50 million. When I started that, I had no idea how to reach 50 million people. I do now, and I am. But that has come as I share the journey a little at a time. And the struggle and the setbacks and the successes and the, you know, the perseverance and the do it even when you don't feel like it and everything else. So, so the, 
here's the another principle. It's not going to be easy monetizing your superpower or making a living from your unique voice, that rope of, of your existing skills, natural gifts, and life experience is not a trivial undertaking, but it's rewarding. It lets you do the most good in the world. It lets you make the most money and have the most fun. Now, if you ever imagined a combination of things you could do that would be the most fun, make the biggest difference for the most people, and make the most money, I can't figure out why anyone wouldn't do it, except I see people shy away all the time. Because it's hard work. It's hard work. Those that promise you you're going to do something in five minutes, they're not telling you the truth, or, or something like that. Now... I, I have seen some presentations that make the first part of it easy. Now, let's do this. Let's say you've learned a particular way to train a dog to quit barking. Okay? I've seen that advertisement. I don't know the method, but I've seen advertisements about that. Let's say you have a really good, effective way to do that. Creating some videos and offering them in the right places to dog owners and dog groups in Facebook and LinkedIn and dog trainers and Everything else isn't a huge mountain. So when I say it's a lot of work, if you have a very specific niche skill like training a dog not to bark or learning to deal with a certain skin infection that you've discovered through trial and error or one of a thousand other things that come from your life experience, creating something about that and then Putting it online available to anyone who needs that thing is easy to do. That's easy. That is not the hard part. We'll get to the hard part in a second. You and I have both seen thousands of YouTubers who have monetized YouTube channels and make money from everything from making puppets, applying makeup, doing comedy, uh, all kinds of reading things, you know, reading out loud. I've seen reading groups and just I can't even begin to list the thousands of different things. I saw one uh, guy who talked about epic movies, you know, Lord of the Rings and Star Wars and you know, the Dune series. Those kinds of... It was his interest, and he has very detailed analysis. So he watched movies, and guess what? He still had to do the analysis. So creating a method to, uh, to advertise and sell your dog training thing, that's not hard to do. What's hard is to figure out exactly how to market and sell it. There's a thousand ways to do that, and a lot of that is trial and error. That trial and error period can be shortened if you get good coaching, if you get good help, if you get involved with, connected with someone who knows how to do this. Right now, there's a big resurgence in drop shipping, where drop shipping is where you do marketing and you brag about something that you want to sell, and you never have to buy it and have it in your house. You just do the marketing work, and you find people that want to buy this thing that you happen to know a lot about, and you happen to know where to get them. And then you sell it, and the person who has it ships it, so you never receive the product. That's something that Joy and I did when she was heavy in eBay. Uh, we did some drop shipping stuff. We found products and services that we could you know, drop ship. And that is a method. We quit doing that 
because it wasn't a lot of fun for us. There were enough times when, you know, suppliers were out of stock or things didn't work that it became a model we didn't want to pursue. But that doesn't mean it isn't a good model because I know people right now who are doing it with different stuff. So the, the way, and if your particular skill is finding the right groups and talking to the right people and helping them understand how cool this thing is, whatever it is, then that superpower could easily translate into a very successful dropshipping attempt. Okay, another thing Joy wants to do is create her own skincare line. She knows some people who've done that and been quite successful. She saw one of them the other day on the shopping channel. Thought I knew them when they just got started. So there it is. The, the difference between when they just got started and today on the shopping channel is the work. The perseverance and the work. Number one. And number two, getting the right coaching, mentoring help. Because if you try to do everything on your own the hard way, you'll, you'll either quit or you'll take a long time to do it. <clears throat> there are lots of ways to learn shortcuts. Now, the last thing I want to talk about is what I perceive as the biggest barrier. It isn't finding products and services. It isn't identifying things that you could do. It isn't knowing how to package it and get it online to sell. The path to creating products is well-worn. Get a little help, and you can do that within two or three weeks. I don't care what your service is. The path to learning how to market, learning how to find the right groups, that's well-worn. There's a thousand experts right now online that, that have done it that will give you their own opinion about how to do that. And some of those wet methods will work for you. You do have to find the right ones. But none of that is the hard part. And But we pretend that it is. We keep saying, I don't know how. Well, there's a thousand people right here, right now, Google among them, that do know how, and you can find out how to do stuff. Find out how to make um, products or services. Doesn't matter if they're physical or video or informational or PDFs or whatever. Find out how to market. Find out how to address your avatar. It's market speak for the right audience. All of those things are well known. That isn't the biggest problem. The biggest barrier is people's doubt about their own worth. People's unwillingness to fail. Be embarrassed to try and try again. That is the biggest barrier. There is a belief in some it's little and in some it's huge, that you're not good enough, that whatever you have to offer has already been sold out and nobody's interested, that no one would listen to your voice anyway, that your path to success doesn't count, and a hundred other ways to say the same thing, which is you not knowing who you really are. So I want to spend the last few minutes addressing that. Here is the truth that cannot be changed. You're a divine being. You came here with natural gifts, and you have developed skills, and you have some life experience. It is a bulletproof truth that you can weave those together into a product or service that people need. The right people, not everybody, right? But there are, an, there is an audience who needs what you have. I've seen it countless times and I've never 
failed to be able to find an audience for someone that I've been talking to. So 100% of the time. Okay? The thing that gets in the way is a choice to do the work, a choice to get the help, a choice to be willing to be available and in the public eye for scrutiny. Somebody's going to hate you. Somebody's going to laugh at you. Somebody's going to tell you you're stupid. Somebody's going to tell you you're wrong. And it doesn't matter. That personal fear of being judged, of failing, of not good enough, all of that, that right there is the biggest barrier by a hundred times. It's bigger than all those other barriers put together. And in fact, that barrier is one of the reasons people don't do all the easy stuff. Create the product, create the service, find the market. It won't matter anyway. It won't matter anyway. And if I just keep saying, I don't know how, then I'm off the hook. You're right. You are off the hook. You'll never do it. You'll never weave your rope, find your voice, make the difference you could in the world. And I, for one, find that really sad. I want your voice. I want to see your unique superpower. I want to be treated to the excellence that is in you. That's my goal. This Ultimate Life podcast is about creating that unique voice, that finding and declaring your purpose, learning how to make it available, which will let you monetize, make money, make a living in a fair and good exchange where people want what you have and freely give you cash. People buy my books and my music. They will buy yours. The biggest barrier is that fear. Now, my offer to you is to help you with that. If you're watching the video, there's a URL on the screen, and if you're not, I'll mention it. It's www.ultimatelifechallenge.com. That's a challenge we hold once a month. The next one's July 17, and then one in August. But go to that website, and it will always be updated. And if it isn't, come back a day later, because we just haven't changed the header yet. When, when the classes run, it is strictly and specifically for you to help you identify your superpower, figure out who needs it, and to turn it into money for you so that you can control your own life, control your own finances, and make a difference in the world the way your heart longs to do. I know from my own experience and the experience of I can't even count the number of others, it is possible for you, right here, right now, without question, without exception. And if you do it, it's fun. It feels good. And you get to move fast toward having and enjoying your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand with your heart in the sky and your